And we're going to talk about the snake biting incident, right? Inside the Promo, the only podcast looking at wrestling promos from a whole new perspective. On this show, we're going to look at some of the most notorious wrestling promos and interview segments in the history of the sport. If you're a wrestling fan, you're going to have a lot of strong opinions about the subjects on this show. If you're not a wrestling fan, I still think you're going to like the show because it has all the same drama and mystery and compelling storytelling as some of your favorite true crime shows. If that doesn't do it for you either, I, 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 I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I guess 300-pound ex-bodybuilders screaming into a microphone while they're jacked up on cocaine is not your thing, okay? I, I can't help you. On tonight's show, we're going to focus on the famous snake-biting incident between Jake the Snake Roberts and Macho Man Randy Savage. We're going to talk to the man who says he provided that snake and many more to Jake in the WWF and after. But before we do that, let's say hello to Alyssa. What kind of wrestling are you watching nowadays? Just watching WWE, honestly. Yeah. I've been I've been really like not good at keeping up with all of it just because there's like so much and I just have Hulu and the WWE oh, network. Yeah. So it's like like I like AEW, but it's kind of hard for me to get a hold of. Also they're they're uh I know this is rude to say, but their uh, pay-per-views are fucking expensive, my mans. Oh, they're real expensive. It's like... They're like 60 bucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and like, the problem, too, with, with me is that like, AEW, it crosses a line that I can't personally cross. So I'd spend $60 and then be like, I can't watch this. I can't watch this, like, uh, this main event. Like, I've literally turned AEW off before the main event because it's like... Oh, you want to watch like Joey Janela get like the shit beaten out of him with a bat, like a barbed wire bat? And I'm like, no, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see a bunch of people bleeding all over the place. I love Moxley, but dear God, like I don't, I don't like, I don't want to see these like these like trash violence matches kinds of things. Like I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not into the the hardcore stuff either. I went, I mean, when I was a kid, it was a spectacle. It was like, whoa, what is this? When you're a kid, you didn't really understand. You didn't really have that much of a, you didn't really care that much about the well-being of the people you were watching because you're a kid, right? Uh, what do you think about Zack Ryder getting released? I'm, you know, I've got to say every year they don't release him. I'm surprised. And <laughs> I mean, and I say that with a lot of love because everybody knows how much I love Zack Ryder. Well, not everybody, but like people know. Um, I, I guess I just get why they do it. Like they never put him on TV. Um, it's just it's more depressing because like he's such a he was such a gung-ho company guy that's like oh, you could never imagine him being released same with like Heath Slater Heath Slater was like the jobber to the stars and like everybody loved Heath Slater and like yeah like you get it but you're just like oh why why <laughs> and those guys would get over they got over on their own oh yeah he like built he basically built the entire platform for like their social media business like it's weird they don't give him more credit for that
question. When does a wrestling promo turn into attempted murder? Answer, when you introduce a venomous snake. Our guest tonight is known simply as Tweezer Ramon, the founder of the Miami Snake Sanctuary and Tweezer Museum. Now, if that sounds like a strange combination, get ready, because that won't be the strangest thing you hear tonight. If the Netflix documentary Tiger King has taught us anything, it's that animal people are a whole nother breed. But what about tweezer people? This is a story of near death, a story of gross negligence, the story of Randy Savage getting bitten by a fucking snake. Well, I actually, before snakes, I was really into tweezers, man, because you could, right. um, yeah. I mean, you could, you could just pick things up, put them down. It's great. Damn, are they but side. are they similar like <laughs> well it's like you can also like pick snakes up and down put them down with with tweezers or with you know any you know sort of like kitchenware um so i would do that like i'd take the snakes and i'd i put them in their um put them in their houses and then i would like you know sometimes like it's like bedtime for the snakes so i gotta like read them a story mm-hmm. you know do you, do you count like tongs as just like really big tweezers like is tweezer like a large umbrella and then that's tongs, a great question and then tweezers are small and specific you got it you got it like <laughs> okay like like a tong is a kind of tweezer actually okay it's not the opposite way around where tweezers like just a really small tong and the tongs no. the umbrella i'm glad you, we're getting you, the taxonomy figured out do you still no, have tweezers least. down do you keep tweezers and snakes together down at, at the sanctuary is that a thing you can do like biologically yeah it, it's really yeah it's easy just put them b- both there just put them in there together they live peacefully mm-hmm. snakes don't really care about that stuff i don't think snakes can see so that plays into it too is that they don't see things so they don't really know um they don't, they they don't, crawl- know, they, they don't know they live in a tweezer museum <laughs> wait you know, how come they can't see again like snakes. No, I don't. I don't think snakes see at all. I mean, the ones that I talk to, like if you go up to a snake, basically, like, hey, how many fingers am I holding up? Nothing. Oh, their eyes weird. too close. Their eyes too close together. Have you tried <laughs> putting like a? Have you tried putting like a blindfold on them to see if it like bothered them? No, man. I you know I don't do that sort of thing with the snakes. I mean, there was no. Okay, one time there was a snake that was playing pin, pin a tail on a donkey, and so. You, you know, snake birthday parties. I, I right. you know, the tweezer museum. You know, I mean, that sounds like a hell of a time. I mean, do people come for the tweezers or they come for the snakes, or do they come for one, stay for the other type deal? <laughs> it's 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 more the latter. I think they come for the tweezers because the tweezers are the real eye catcher. You know, shiny. Yeah. Yeah, shiny and bring people in, and then and then once they're once they're in the museum, though, then they're like, you know, maybe I'll learn a little bit about these. Snakes like live reptiles uh so i didn't know i didn't even ask you how did you get involved with jake the snake me uh, yeah. uh tweezer oh yeah tweezer um, how did you get involved with jake how did you become jake's snake handler well he actually sent an emissary to me he i he oh, sent a go-between um pat patterson no no it wasn't it was uh it was uh callaway callaway yeah mean, mean mark he, mean mark from the WCW. he sent the taker is that why he was down in yeah. florida yeah yeah, absolutely. Oh, so he um, see, he came to you for business, but he went to yeah. 
the Tiger King for pleasure. You can say that, yeah. He it was not the Tiger King, but he he went to the other guy, that guy that had all the basically the harem, the the, oh, the other yeah, Tiger King. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was super sexy down in Florida. You know Joe Exotic. You're friends with him. I say Joe Exotic knows me more than anything. I mean, I also know him too, so I guess we know each other. But Callaway, uh, Callaway was kind of Jake's errand boy at that point, point. Uh, and so he says, "Tweezer, you know, can you, uh, um, you get me a couple snakes, man?" Uh, I said, "What for?" He said, "You know, I'm gonna. I got this friend. I got this friend uh, in uh, in Sarasota who is uh, he's kind of well known, kind of famous, uh, and he's." He's going to use it for something. And I said, look, man, in my line of work, like, we don't ask too many questions. You know what I mean? So, of course, you know, I, I got my tongs, which, which are tweezers, and I, I got him. Mm-hmm. I got him a snake. Gave him, gave him a snake. Do you, pick, do you pick the best one? Like, you know how if you go to Red Lobster and you can, like, point to the lobster that you like the most? Is it the same feel- way with snakes? Or was well, he just like, Red- give me your house special? Mm-hmm. At Red Lobster, what is the house special? I just point to the cheese biscuits at Red Lobster. So yeah. You, yeah. you didn't, you didn't, you, Jake, uh, uh, beforehand, you met Callaway. So you went to Jake for the first time. Oh, when I mean, uh, so this, this was funny. I actually met him over the phone. Um, cause, and this is, this is a hundred percent true. It's been verified before he actually, um, on uh on that episode of superstars uh took that snake and 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 sicked it on the on the macho man mm-hmm. and you'll see this on dark side of the ring which so you're well familiar with this, but... uh yeah no i'm not familiar with the show i i um oh i'm not okay mm. don't know about it I'm not. so there's a there's an no, episode I, no, no i know i know i know i know i know about it okay okay, okay. just you know I, just don't just don't talk about that okay i'm sorry I'm sorry. It's just a thing. It's just a, it's a, it's a very sensitive. Uh, yeah. Okay. You know, they've discussed this in other, in other arenas as well, but, but um, before that happened backstage, Macho Man made Jake the snake get bit himself with this very same Cobra because Macho Man suspected that Jake the snake was going to use the incident to actually kill him. Um, he was, he was, yeah. I mean, his marriage was falling apart. This is after Jake hit Miss Elizabeth and Miss Elizabeth's parents basically, um, exiled Macho Man and they were kind of on the, on the outs. And he, he kind of spun into this sort of paranoid state of mind where he suspected everybody was trying to kill him literally. And he thought that Jake the snake was going to use this stunt to actually, so he made Jake the snake have the snake bite him like use the snake on himself first and then wait and then wait like three or four minutes and make sure that jake the snake didn't take any antidotes to make sure yeah. that the snake wasn't poisonous well wow. and and everybody knows that jake the snake constantly just had an entire just utility belt belt full of antidotes of snakes <laughs> because when he's when he's got you know he, when when you wake up in the morning and just grab a snake out of your out of your aquarium with your tongs, you don't know if you're picking the poisonous one or if you're picking the non-poisonous one. So you gotta just walk around with your antidotes. Like you gotta have your antidotes. And it was '91, so I mean, fanny packs were kind of a thing. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Like you can have one fanny pack for all of your normal stuff and then one fanny pack for all of your snake antidotes and then one fanny pack for your actual snake. So and in Florida, nine times out of 10, your fanny pack does have a snake in it. Like that yeah. is how it's working in the happens. state of Florida. So. It happens. It's like, welcome to Florida. There's an amazing clip when, I think with SummerSlam, Macho Man and, and Miss Elizabeth get have the wedding reception. Miss Elizabeth opens the present and, 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 and that snake jumps out of the gift box. Very rude. Very rude. Very right rude. after that happens, who conks Macho Man over the head with an urn? That would be Callaway. Paul Bear. Callaway. I mean Ka- Callaway. I wish it were Paul. I wish it were. I think Paul Bear was about halfway through his third bowl of spaghetti at that point at the ceremony. I'm not going to delay this any longer. All right. Mm. Let me set the scene. Uh, WWF Superstars, November 91. Okay. That show would have come on in my area. It would have come on noon on a Saturday. On a Saturday. Hell yeah. Jake the Snake Roberts is in the ring. He calls out the macho man, Randy Savage, who is doing play-by-play alongside Rowdy Roddy Piper and Vince McMahon. And this is what it sounded like. But you know what? I'm looking at you. And I'm thinking to myself, here's a man that used to be a real man. Ignore but him. obviously he's grown a little soft, hiding yes. behind the Just skirt of a him. woman. Talking about Macho Man. Easy, Macho. So Just I tell you what, Macho Man, why don't you see if you can borrow Piper's skirt? Oh, boy. So That's then you right. start this. you start this phone relationship with Jake. And does he ever cut a promo on you like that? Like he, uh, like he's cut on Macho Man here? Did he ever? He never did. Because he, temper? Because he, he sounds like of, a provoker here. He's trying to provoke. He is. Uh, but, but he called me in just a state of complete fear and vulnerability because he, he called me. This is a guy who's like, he's like your, your foxhole Christian, you know? When, when things go wrong, he wants to talk to you. And so the only times they've ever talked to Jake the Snake were, were when he absolutely was in dire straits and needed a favor. I'm generally talking of the life-saving variety. He, so he calls me um, and he says, like, Tweezer. And I'm like, what's up? And he says, I just used one of your snakes to bite myself. Oh, my God. Yeah. I was like, but Jake, you, what the... It was taken about? out already, though the the uh, poison, right? With tweezers, yeah. I mean, you took it out. That's what that was going to be my next question. How do you take the poison out? Because I did a story at a zoo once, and they kind of, mm-hmm. kind of just, yeah, uh, they get did like a beat it against a rock, kind of, just kind of, oh, and that kind of bleeds it out. Yeah, yeah. no, I uh, I I take the fangs out with tweezers, so very you, carefully. Yeah. yeah. Right? You have the tweezers that hold the snake, and then you have the ones yeah. that you actually pull the teeth with. A lot of hand tweezer coordination. Well, yeah, this I mean. your your whole setup is starting to make sense to me now. Hmm. I still I had questions, but yeah. now it makes sense because you need the tweezers to handle the snakes. Tweezers and snakes just go hand in hand, you know. Like you can't. It's hard to do one without the other. Well, but they don't go hand in hand. They because there's there's no hands involved. You are nothing. 
but a gutless, yellow, stinking coward with no sense in the world to step your feet right in here. No! Come on! Well, Come on! Do it. Macho. Come on, old man! Oh, no! Don't blow it! He's going for it! He's pushing! Wait a minute! Jake Roberts with a clothesline! Down goes Randy Savage! Macho Man Jeez. descends on the ring, but mm-hmm. as he stands on the apron, the ref holds his legs down, giving Jake an opportunity to get a sucker punch in. Now, that's just questionable referee behavior, right? Yeah, that's why is the referee the touching him? Like, At all? He's trying to stop this melee, but, you know, he you know he hampered the good guy there. He's got to know that he was doing that, right? He, that that's happening, right? Like, what is I'm, the most egregious thing a referee has ever done? Well, if it's Nick Patrick, I mean, where do you start? Oh, yeah, that's, he was in the NWO. He was literally a ref who was in one of the wrestling groups. I mean, eventually, you know, WCW folded, and I think some you know, that rampant corruption probably probably had something to do with it. It all, it, dude, it all goes, it goes all the way up to the top, and the top Fish is off. just that one referee. Uh, you'll notice that Macho Man's wearing a reinstate Macho Man shirt. Uh, so wow. as, as the story goes, Macho Man lost the retirement match against the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 7. And the shirt was part of the campaign to get him reinstated by the WWF. Had you ever talked to the Macho Man? Did you ever hung out with the Macho Man or any other wrestlers besides uh, Callaway? So, so Macho Man has, has kind of tried to, I, I don't want to be too on the nose here, but he's tried to snake Jake the Snake. Oh, by, Yeah. Um, and, and, man, by that I mean, you know, he will just show up. He'll show up at my Tong Museum sometimes. And uh, you just pulled up, dude. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there having breakfast. And I'm like, I didn't schedule a meeting or anything. And It's just interesting. Like, I, I don't know a lot of people that eat their breakfast at their workplace. I guess that. We yeah, have to, you have to work around the snakes and the. That's squeezers. it. Yeah. That's okay. It. That's fair. That's it. Do, wait, do you live at the museum? Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I have a shed behind the museum, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I spend about 16 hours a day there just tending to these snakes. They all have needs. Yeah, okay. So you're, yeah. you're in your shed eating breakfast. Yeah, he just, he just pulls up. You know, music is blaring. And this uh, is, who is this? This is Poffo. So yeah, yeah, Poffo rolls up. He's probably in a big, you know. Yeah. Corvette, Corvette, yeah. Oh, he's in a Corvette, all right. A uh, Corvette Grand yeah. Cherokee. Yeah. <laughs> really, really weird card, yeah, man. He's, he's, there was a lot of brand confusion back then. <laughs> well, I mean, if you have a lot of if you have enough money, you can make any hybrid you want. I once I once actually tried to breed a snake with one of my tongs. How did that go? Well, tongs are inanimate, so not so well. Um Right. But I've had I I've had a couple tong snakes kind of tonging around my uh my museum. Now, Vince McMahon said this was the creepiest snake he had ever seen. I'm guessing this is not the creepiest snake that you had ever seen? Since you no. got tong, you have tong snakes? I have tong right. snakes. I have, a, I have a snake with a mullet. Um, mm. Tong snakes seem like the least creepy because that's a snake that can actually pick itself up. You don't have to touch <laughs> it. So, that's right. That, that seems not, not so bad, right? But the, but the one that bit... But that there was biting everybody. That was the creepiest one that Vince McMahon's ever seen. How many snakes? That's what he said. Yeah. How many snakes? Did well, how many snakes? He looks in the mirror. I'd say he looks in the mirror probably every day. Damn. So. Owned. Has, in your opinion, the snake uh-huh. that bit that bit um, 
everyone that day apparently how was that on on like creepiest snakes you've seen like how many like was that like on a scale of one to ten ten being the creepiest you know where was that at like you've seen a lot of snakes in your day yeah no Garrel was one of my favorite snakes actually i didn't find him uh, snakes, the, the snake's name was Garrel. uh yeah it's um there's a mix between gary and daryl ah okay all yeah. right yeah no um, Garrel. no i like it yeah so no he was a sweetheart man i you know he i mean you knew you knew if he if you if he didn't like you um if you're on it look if you're in you're in you're out you're out with Garrel. it's there's no sort of yeah. gray area there um Garrel sounds like a capricorn totally a capricorn yeah yeah classic Garrel. Mm -hmm. did, did any of the snakes die that you ever gave the jake so Gerald had a kayfabe death um, a little later in his career. Well, okay. yes, John Tenta. Yeah, exactly. You know, one of I think it was Tenta's left cheek that ended that ended it. It was one of them. But I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what happened was Gerald was talking about going to Vince and asking for a raise or going to WCW. So yeah. that's how Vince. Oh wow. That's how Vince got rid of him. That's how Vince got rid yeah. of a lot of people. He got Wendy Richtered. He got Wendy Richter big time, dude. He was getting too, too big for his, you know, he was getting too big for his skin. Mm -hmm. That's just like a Capricorn to do, though, you know? Shit, his skin and ask for more money. Get get too big on your skin and then threaten to jump ship. Yeah. And if you're in, you're in, you're out, you're out with, with mm -hmm. those types. And so, I mean, Vince was on the outs with him. So he said, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna have you get kayfabe killed off and then have Jake get that new snake that – um. He got uh, Damien, but that was later on. But um, Garrel, Garrel was the original snake dude, and he um, he he's living on a ranch uh, right now in uh, his home state of Arkansas. Garrel's Garrel's mm -hmm. kind of a down home country boy. He's really um, very just really humble snake. Really down to earth. Yeah. Yeah. Like on the earth all the time, constantly. So, so yeah, so, so Vince has tend to, you know, kind of finish him off and, yeah. um, yeah, I guess things didn't really pan out with Bischoff cause he was gonna, he was gonna go over to the NWO at one point, but, uh, but Virgil, um, Virgil ended up taking that last spot, I believe. <laughs> That's right. Virgil snaked him for it. Let's, let's, let's get to this, uh, the ending, the, the climax of this, uh, promo, um, mm -hmm. Jake goes to work on Macho Man. He ties him up in the rope, and mm -hmm. then he breaks out the snake. Oh, no. Take the snake, Robert. Look at that. Look at that. Robert for the King Cobra. Macho. That's the creepiest-looking snake I've ever seen in my life. He's got it too close to him. Keep it away from it. That snake is trying Wait a minute, the snake is running. Oh, the snake is fighting him. The snake is fighting him. I'm out of here. Now, Alyssa, you had never seen this before. What were you thinking when you first heard about it? And what were you thinking when you saw it for the first time? <laughs> well, when I saw it the first time, it was sent in a link where uh, <laughs> someone was like, we're talking about Jake the snake or... Uh, macho man getting bitten by a snake so it was a little bit of a spoiler alert there's a <laughs> lot of tension <laughs> where i'm just like all right when's he gonna get bitten by this snake 
um, I found the buildup uh, really lovely. It, um, uh, I was, you know, I was putting myself in that situation. And uh, if I had been in the same situation, I probably would have released a snake on Macho Man. Uh, I actually have a moat of snakes around my apartment to keep out mm. any intruders. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't realize you could pick them up with tongs. So I feel very regretful that I'm going to get some tongs um, as soon as possible. Too many bites. You don't want to get bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was just, I was just picking them up by the tail. And if they felt like they were going to bite me, I just started whipping around, like oh, just yeah. whipping them around like a helicopter because it keeps yeah. the head as far away from you as possible. But uh, the, the moment that I saw him go in, the snake go in, I was just like, is Gerald going to do it? Gerald's pretty mild mannered. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You use Gerald's usually just like a threatening person. Gerald usually doesn't bite, so it was very. But like I said, I knew it was gonna happen because of the spoiler alert. Very uncomfortable though. I did watch it. It was censored over the top, but I knew what was happening, Mm. and I was like, "How did this get on TV? (laughs) How did they? Why did?" Why did they let a man be attacked by an animal be on TV? I'm like, I just wanted to know how everybody came. Like, why did everyone agree to this? Well, I mean, apparently it's because Jake uh, turned the snake on himself. And that was really what gave everyone the strength. But I I mean, as much as I appreciate Gerald and my giant moat of snakes, I, I don't. I don't know that I would, I don't know that I would be as brave as Jake the snake to get bitten by my own snakes in order to prove to someone else that they should get bitten by my snakes. Like if I had a gun, I'm not going to shoot myself in the foot because if someone intrudes my house, I'm going to shoot them. (laughs) Like doesn't, I, I think it's a, I think it's a magical story of whimsy and bravery. And I just don't know if I, I'd be able to handle it myself. And that's why I admire everyone getting bitten by a snake i feel like we should give a round of applause to our heroes who are there getting bitten by snakes every day for our entertainment that was great truly and, essential. Uh, yeah the essential yeah essential essential workers yeah absolutely yeah. what was going on when you saw that yeah like you, you were the one who dealt the snake right yeah you did it you I were really the one the, who dealt the know. snake now look i i mean this was all planned out um I was freaking about how long Gerald was holding on to Macho Man's bicep. Like, yeah, there was some. I uh, understand that there was some issues there. They were a little concerned that they might not get the snake yeah. off. That's did, the thing. Did either of you guys get concerned about the lack of tweezers ringside to pull the snake off? Now, Dude, this is, and- now, 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 I want to thank you, Alyssa, for bringing this up because this is what really the meat of this whole conversation is. Mm-hmm. Where were the tweezers yeah i ask myself that question every fucking day ever since that happened i was like i specifically told specifically told them to have tweezers at ringside um when you gave them the tweezer manual right you you but you know what it was comes with every snake dude jake knew about the tweezer manual i was very specific with jake about so he did know about the manual he knew about the manual but jack tully did not and that's who I went through. And that's, I think, where I messed up. And there was always, I told Jack, like, have the tweezers ringside, have them available, yeah. make sure that the, 
And if you if you see later on that um, the Tuesday in Texas match, uh, Jack told Jake, do not have your snake ringside because he didn't want a repeat of that incident. But like, mm-hmm. I was so clear. I was so clear with Jack at that time. So you have some tongs, which are large tweezers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the ringside, by at at ringside. I think what happened was he heard that and said, well, I can just get any pair of tweezers. No, dude, no. Tongs are the large kind of tweezers that you need for this sort of a th- – and so that's, that's on me for just kind of going to Jack and telling Jack what I thought was a clear directive and thinking that yeah. that's all I needed to do. But at this point, you were on the payroll. You, you were you – were, reporting straight to Jack Tunney and he Jack Tunney was the president of the World Wrestling Federation 100% and wow. and and so I'm you know have you ever told your boss something and you you feel like you feel like they they might not have understood you correctly but you don't want to be a pain and bring it up to them and and do your mm-hmm. due diligence and make sure cuz it's like the last thing they want is to hear from me again I've already conveyed my message why am i you know they're going to get irritated yeah you know, there's i'd yeah. say jack and vince to say jack and vince are 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 heavy-handed is probably quite the understatement um mm-hmm. and and so i just kind of said well, i'm, I'm going to trust him you know he's the boss and he he thought tweezers he thought all tweezers were the small kind and i i i, I didn't i didn't i didn't really tr- kind of trust the fact that a non-SME, a non-expert you know, expert on this would would not realize that tongs are also tweezers uh, that yeah. you would actually need for a snake. Um, so that that does haunt me a little bit. And, you know, Pavel and I have been in a sort of weird, you know, we were in a weird place after that, you know. Um, he'd show up at my ranch and just, you know, you know, a couple of times he was, he was getting pretty violent, but I, you know, I, I calmed him down. I told him about tweezers and that he, you know, he, yeah. we ended up having kind of a nice conversation because mm-hmm. they're fascinating. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, so things that things ended up okay, but you know, there were, there was, there was a period there when we were, we were a little bit on, on tenter hooks. I mean, but then, you know, he ended up being a decent guy. He cut that rap album, which I thought was great. Yeah. And, and I told him as much. Um, well, he put you in the dedication, so it seems like you guys patched it up before then. Yeah, it only came out on cassette tape, but um, if you look in there, you'll see I'm in the liner notes. You know, yeah, you know, I still keep a relationship with with uh, with Jake. You know, the and, and I don't know if you saw Dynamite this. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you about this on the last Dynamite. Jake the Snake yeah. uh, pulled out a snake and he threw it on Brandy Rhodes. Did you? Was that your snake as well? Tunkus is. Um, Tunkus, Tunkus just wants to live the high life, dude. He's, 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 he's a, he's, I guess what you would call, I mean, I mean, if, if, if Gerald was a Capricorn, let's say Tunkus is a Gemini. I mean, yeah. he lives that life. And you know he I mean? probably, do you think he's going to join the inner circle? Uh, he's in the season that sort of MJF type scenario where yeah. he is, he's copacetic with them. He's his he own man. Commit. Yeah. So that's really yeah. come along. That's really come a yeah. long way from when Gerald was kind of like it was very much like a uh, you know these guys are uh, it was a very carnival 
uh, compared to now where the Utah, you got a branding, you got endorsements, you got merchandising, things like that. I'm sure he's probably got uh, pro wrestling. All teams sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Social media presence, yeah. you know. I've definitely um, seen like a satin bomber jacket that was a, a tunk, Tunkus. On chalk line, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, I saw that too. That was cool. That was cool. You know, he's, I mean, he's flirting pretty hard with Brandy right now. Um, oh, hey, wait, you saying I, this snake is, he's, he's trying to get with Brandy? Brandy is a married woman. She, she's married to Cody Rhodes. 100%. 100%. I'm trying to kind of, you know, say, hey, you know, Tonkis, like, there's a lot of other, you know, uh, people out there that you can talk to. Uh, you would have much yeah. better luck with Penelope Ford, I think, probably. there you have it folks that's our conversation with tweezer ramon a lot of questions answered but a lot of questions still left to answer like who is ultimately responsible for what happened that day was it jack tunney for not having the proper equipment and documentation uh did jake and randy just go too far and what was Gerald's responsibility in all this was he a reptile that was being taken advantage of or did Gerald work us all also, what about Randy Savage's mental state at the time? Was his life really in danger, or was he just paranoid? <laughs> Maybe it was both. Just like my therapist says, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. And then there's Mr. Ramon. Was he so blinded by his ambition of being hashtag Tweezer King that he forgot that snakes are God's creatures too? Maybe we'll never have the answer. But one thing's for sure, Carol Baskins killed her husband. And that's the show. You can join the conversation on social media at Inside the Promo. I'm Vic Valderrama. Have a good night. No one's coming to your wedding for your wedding. Everyone's coming to your wedding for the snake you pick out. So choose wisely, everyone.